Greetings. Welcome back to the Cape Lead Podcast. This is Chachi. Sorry, it's been a couple days since the last podcast, but I've uh, been a little bit busy on work. And uh, realistically, I've been busy taking uh, some time to get feedback and advice from some of my friends, some of my former teammates, uh, some coworkers, some peers. And so, so I've gotten some uh, some really good feedback. But uh, but today, what I want to talk to you about was uh, an interesting that happened at work today. Uh, we were able to celebrate uh, the pr- promotion of two of our people. And it was it was really nice just sitting there and having a conversation with them. And then once the whole party disbanded, me and a couple of other leaders sat there with these two promotees and kind of had a talk with them about uh, a successful career and how to make things a career and how we view careers. And in the military, you know, it shouldn't be just about going from assignment to assignment to assignment. It should be about trying to plan that out as much as possible. I understand how little say people have in the assignment system, but if you're able to try and outline a career and try and get assignments that match up to it, it's a lot better. That conversation kind of sparked an an age-old debate about uh, how we view some of the words. You've probably heard me say this time and time again is that so much of leadership uh, depends on a shared vernacular and us understanding the same words, us valuing the same words as each other so we can clearly articulate what we want to have happen, what we see happening, what we want to do, how we want to achieve, how we want to discipline, how we want to reward. All these things are built off of a shared vernacular. It's kind of interesting because when uh, when you look at what the military does, right, it's, it's very easy. Uh, people can sign up, they can enlist, you know, however you want to say this, but it ends up being different on the civilian side of things, right? Because here in the military, you know, you can you can enlist, say you enlist for four or six years, however you want to do that. And it's there's a couple different ways to do this, right? A couple different ways to view the job that you're going to have, have in the military. And realistically, this is how you can view it on the civilian world other than you're contractually obligated in the military, right? So you're going to sign up for four years. Unless you screw up and get yourself thrown out of the military, you're in for that four years or whatever your uh, enlistment time window is. Because it's, it's very interesting. The conversation starts like this. Everybody can go out and get a job. Just a job, right? Is the military a job? Meh, I guess, right? Because to me, a job, I think in this most basic layman's terms, is somebody paying you to do something for them. That's what a job is. It's somebody getting paid for an action, right? So is the military a job? I'd say that's at its, you know, base level. I, yes, it is a job because the government is is paying me, is paying my teammates to go out and do a job, right? But then we start talking about different things because you can talk about having a job versus having a career. But at the same time, I don't think people understand what makes a career because to me, now I'm not saying I'm right, right? And so we can get in a semantic argument other than. I don't believe in semantics. I don't believe in acronyms. I believe that words have meaning, obviously the shared vernacular type thing. But if we have two words in the English language that mean the same thing, let's just have one word for it, right? So so the difference between a job and a career, to me, in my definition, is just a timeline, right? I worked for my first, uh, for my first job, I worked as a cart boy at Winburg, Windbrook Country Club in Kansas City, Missouri. And my job there was to wash and gas and clean up all the golf carts and put them down in the storage barn at, at the end of the night or bring them out in the morning before the golfers got there. Right, So I, I was in charge of doing all that. 
That was my job, plain and simple, my job. They paid me to be a cart boy, that simple. But when we're talking career, right? If I were still doing that today, and if I did that for the next 20 or 30 years, that would, in fact, make it a career, whether I wanted to or not. That would have been my career. Because it's really not a question of, of education or skill or qualification. But to me, a career is just based off of time. If you do a job long enough, it will become a career for you. Which is interesting because I, I don't think people look at some of those things where we talk about having careers in the military, which, which I like, I understand it. But again, that is purely a measure of time for how much time we devoted to whatever endeavor we wanted to do. By the time I retire from the military next summer, it'll be just shy of 25 years. And I will have had a 25-year military career. Okay? I understand that. But again, we are talking about, realistically, a, a measure of time. That, that measurement being a career. A little bit nebulous, I understand. But let's not confuse those concepts. Because the other word I want to talk about is profession. And that's where the difference lies. That is going to be the, the deal maker or breaker, right? That's what it is. Do you have a job or do you have a profession? And if you do have a profession, are you acting, learning, growing yourselves in accordance with what that profession needs in order to be professional? You know, if you look up in the dictionary, uh, what the term professional means, it kind of has two distinct definitions. Number one, being good at your job. And the second one, having a kind, polite, and presentable demeanor in the workplace. You need to look the part, you need to act the part, and obviously you need to have the skills, uh, education, and knowledge uh, to, to do the part, right? But, but I don't think we focus on the word professional enough, right? To where are we, are we in a profession? In the military, we say this all the time, that we are in the profession of arms, that we are there with the unlimited liability clause, meaning that we wrote a check to the American government for the amount of up to and including our own life for the preservation of freedom. That is my profession, the profession of arms. So I ask the, the, the people out there, like, 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 what do you do in your profession, and more specifically, what do you do to make sure that you are guiding your actions as a professional within that organization? Uh, let's, uh, let's just say if you're an airline pilot, right? If you want uh, to be a professional airline pilot, do you do continuing education? Do you keep up uh, with the latest trends for air traffic control and transoceanic travel right, to all these different things? Like, like how do you measure your status as a professional? How can you explain to somebody your actions that have made you a professional in whatever way you want to deal it? However you want to do that for, for me in the military, right? How do I determine myself a professional? Do I continuously try and learn? Do I take school? Do I develop myself? Do I develop others? Do I make my team better? Right? All these different things that, that we can possibly see about, about having a profession and guiding our conduct as a professional, that gets largely missed. But at the same time, I will say that for a lot of you out there, you're doing this to a huge extent. You're, 
you're growing yourself, you're grooming yourself, you're developing, you're developing others, you're, you're spending your time in worthy causes uh, for, for whatever profession you may have toward whatever goal you may have. But what I want to tell you is that what I came to realize as my military career is, is coming to a close is that I need to make sure that you are valuing your minutes. Valuing your minutes. I wish that uh, I wish that somebody would have told me this sooner in my career. And they kind of hinted around it. They said, hey, no matter what you do, realize that at the end of the day, you're going to have a family to go home to. Which, which I, I get, which, which I understand. But I have to tell you, I was reading a book by uh, Dr. Alan Weiss. And uh, as I was going through the book and reading his helpful hints and, and going going through and just, I mean, just really had some good, good impacts for how to start a business, how to run a business, how to do, how to do things, how to talk to people, you know, how to do what you want to do for life and be successful with it. But then I came across a line that he had and how he uses his business and schedules his time, but he made sure that he has time for his family to make sure. And, and the phrase that just stopped me right in my tracks and it's just a gut punch was he said, I can always make another dollar, but I can't make another minute. That I thought was amazing. And I was a little bit embarrassed that I, uh, that I hadn't thought about that concept. That, I mean, he, you know, sometimes people say things so succinctly and so perfectly. It's just, it's just, it's amazing. It puts a huge smile on your face or the light bulb shines over your head or just like this, just kind of just, just a gut punch. Like how many minutes have I given away in, in, in some endeavor that my family will never get to use? And, and that's kind of when I started making some career decisions to, to wind my career down because the, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. But it's weird because uh, as of right now, I have a 12-year-old and a three-year-old. It's very interesting because when my sons are together, I see, when I have them together, I see everything I missed with the 12-year-old that I am completely unwilling to miss again with the three-year-old. You know, I'm going to owe Noah a whole lot of apologies for everything that, that I missed throughout his life. You know, but I have a chance to, to make up for that with my son, Renan. And I just want to make sure that, that I'm making, uh, making those, those minutes count, right? Because I, I can always make another dollar, but I can't make another minute. I'm kind of a sappy person but by nature, and I just put a post on Facebook today of, of me walking with my youngest son, Renan, um, at the World Trade Center, and he's about two years old, and he's sitting there holding my hand, and we're just walking along, and somebody took a picture from behind, and that picture made me so happy and so sad at the same time because the immense joy and love that I feel for him holding my hand is just crazy, but I've spent the last year away from him. I spent the last year de deployed, and how many times did I not get to hug him and kiss him at night to, to do all those things, right? I will never get that time back. Now, I was devoting a lot of time to my profession and my profession of arms. And don't get me wrong, I have loved what I've done in the military for damn near the entire time I've done it. It has been amazing. But at some point, whether I want to or not, I'm going to have to take off the uniform. And what do I have then? 
And for those of you civilians out there, at some point, we're all going to retire. Whether you're 62, 65, 70, you know, it, it doesn't matter. We're all going to retire and we're all going to sit back and we're going to leave our desk one last time and we're going to go home. And what family will we have created? How are we going to measure success? I'm sure, I'm sure we, we can do that uh, in whatever our profession is right now. So whether it's going to be our job title, so whether we're a CEO, whether we're a sandwich artist, whether we're cart boy, whether we're chief master sergeant, right? All these different things. We have all these titles. But I'm going to tell you personally, the only one I really care about is husband and father. You know, I, I you know, at some point, heaven forbid, you know, I, I may not be a husband. You know, that the million things could, could happen, right? But I'll always be dad. And I'm really happy with that. I'm really happy with the job that I've had and the career I've made and the profession I've been a part of and the profession of arms and doing what we can to support America and her interest. So I'd just like for you to think out there, you know, think about, do you have a job? What are your thoughts of your career? Right. And do you have a profession? If you have a profession, are you guiding and leading your conduct as a true professional? Have you thought about what it means to be a professional in your profession? Are you achieving those things? Are you even thinking about those things? Are you setting goals? The BHAGs, right? The big, hairy, audacious goals. Right? We, we have those out there. Make sure you are achieving something. Because I'm sure many of you, like me right now, I don't have too much of a say in what I can do with my minutes. You know, I still have a mortgage to pay, a family to support, to do all those things, right? But when I can and where I can, I'm going to make sure that I spend my minutes in a worthy cause for my family, for what's most important to me and what's most important to what makes me happy as a human being. And that varies from person to person. Like, I'm really excited that in two months I get to go to a Cleveland Browns game. Some of you may think that's the dumbest goal ever, but I, I can't wait to go there with my father, my brother, and my, my three, uh, three cousins who live in Cleveland. It's going to be amazing. And, uh, sorry, my, my, my uncle's showing up, uh, this time. It's, it's going to be awesome. But so these end up being great family reunions and that's what it's all about. Just make sure for yourself that the juice is truly worth the squeeze that you're making it happen, be it a job, a career, a profession or whatever, just understand what you have, where, where are you going to go forward? But I'm just asking you, please don't make the st same mistakes that I did. And I, and realistically, I think I'm lucky because I learned it before I threw away too many more years that I knew I wasn't going to get back. So, uh, yeah, so so think about it. Let, let's have some dialogue. Again, hit me up on Twitter, at Tim Pachesa. Uh, email me, chachi at capelead.com. And, uh, you know, check out the, the Cape Lead website. Tell me tell me what, what you think. If you're interested in some of those conversations, I'm, I'm willing to talk to you. But uh, appreciate you tuning in. And uh, as always, educate, anticipate, and dominate. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.